previously on AFTN. Uh, this mother, is Andy Rose we're talking about. Does Motherwell play on, on uh, what's their surface? Grass. Oh, okay. Or oh. turf, as Barry Robson would know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Christmas one and all. <laughs> Hope you can hear that. Steve's giving himself a, bit of a brain hemorrhage. Yeah, probably stroke or something. Welcome everyone to our fifth annual AFTN Soccer Show Christmas Special. You are listening to the AFTN Soccer Show on CITR Radio 101.9 FM, broadcasting from the unceded Musqueam Territory at the University of Beautiful. British Columbia. I am Michael McCall. I'm Stephen Powder. And I'm Zachary Adam Eisenheimer. And we have a two, maybe three, fun-filled, festive, frolicky hours ahead. Which translates, for any of those who don't speak Scottish, that means four hours. <laughs> I, I've done a rundown. You do it every week. And it's loose. Yeah. We'll just slot ads in whenever we, we want. We're going to be playing some Christmas music. We're going to be playing some Christmas games. The shape of your rundown is going to leak goals. We're going to find out what is inside Zachary Adam Meisenheimer. That's going to be fun for everyone. We've also got a, a lot of festive cheer from the likes of John Herdman, who's going to talk about having a Geordie Christmas. That's an interesting chat. You want to hear that? Mark DeSantos, who's going to be talking about Portuguese Italian Christmases. Russell Tiber, who I didn't know was from an Italian family. He's half Italian, half yeah, German. I had no idea. Yeah. So we find out about that as well. And a lot of former white caps that, that we had some <laughs> chats with, white but they weren't former white caps. So we're going to hear from like the likes of Kai Kamara and Stefan Marinovic. And originally I had Aaron Mond, but I've cut him as well. So it's not just the white caps. <gasps> Wait, what? I know. Why? Well, he, he asked for. We, we did with Aaron Mond what his favourite Christmas song was, and yeah. he picked one by Chris Brown. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was maybe not very appropriate. So we've cut him. <laughs> Didn't have time either to include Jordan much. He was dreaming of a white Christmas, but we've not had any chance to get that put in the show either. Yeah. But we do have some of the other players requesting some of their football songs. I'm going to play some of my Christmas favourites as well. I'm looking forward to Christmas. Folks say I'm an old Grinch, but I'm not. I love Christmas time. I know, Zach, it's a special time of year for you because you love chocolate. No, because I love Jesus. Chocolate Jesus. No. Oh. 
And just Steve, Jesus. You must hate this time of year because you hate Jesus and chocolate. No, that's not true at all. Let's not spread those rumors. That is not true. Steve and I have In had fact, many I'm the only one that brought presents. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, on purpose, didn't bring mine because Michael didn't. I was like, let's just... My presents are still en route. Yeah, mine are en route, Oh, I'm, I'm happy to make Michael look bad. I checked, and they were ordered on November 16th. <laughs> They're coming from Germany. Is, is it because of the Canada problems, or...? I don't know. It's probably Canada it, problems. It, it turns out they actually ship it from China, even though it's a I, German website. I think it was so. actually this order. I once ordered from Bayern for Christmas, and it's D, uh, DHL or whatever, and it like sat in a warehouse in, I had, in, in, I had for that, like a month. I didn't yeah. get it till January twentieth or twenty fifth. I had that. I had that issue a uh, couple t- for a couple of things last year. But it's okay. It, yeah, you told it. I remember you telling yeah. me. That. But it's well worth the wait. It was well worth the wait. Every for me. year, I order from the UK the Christmas Radio Times, which is the TV guide for the two weeks over the Christmas period. Because I I watch lots of the UK TV shows still. And every year it's like, is it going to arrive before Christmas or after? I've got one more day. I'm still waiting this year. <laughs> Steve, my money's on after. Yeah, yeah my money's on after as well. As every single think, year it they, arrives after. I'm assuming they have a digital copy you should maybe order. They do, in the but I, I like to hold things in my hand. Yeah. And, do you put it in your like uh, program? You know, you I, have, program I uh, have them all saved and they're actually in special folders. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sad. How big is your I bid your house. Where so, are you? Forgot the shoulders where you hide all this stuff. It's a three bedroom. Okay, I, I'll I'll show you my special memorabilia. One is for room. special stuff. One is for programs. One we've is got, for you. We've got a room. We've got a memorabilia room. We've got a bedroom. I had a football room until the second my second child came along. <laughs> now yeah. it's Kirk's room. Just use him as a football. I am looking forward to to Christmas. Though. I mean, what, what's your plans for Christmas dinner? We have, uh, th- we'll have 13 people in Christmas wow. Eve and they'll stay overnight. I have like uh, uh, four nieces and nephews, my own kids, uh, my brother, sister, the wives, husbands and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's an annual tradition that we have. Like it's been going on for 12 years, 13 years, 14 maybe even. Wow. Ours is a, just a little bit different this year. My, my mom, my stepdad, my sister, they're all in town. And so uh, we usually, Christmas Eve, after Christmas Eve service, we'll go to my in-laws Hang out, spend the night, and then Christmas Day is huge. All the fun in the morning, kind of a brunch, and then a big, big dinner. This year, we're doing the, the, the Christmas Eve thing just at our house, just with my family. And then once that dies down, we're going to go and crash on my in-laws so we can wake up for all the morning stuff and everything else will be kind of normal. Michael, Michael, we were thinking about doing Festivus this year instead of Christmas. But oh. essentially, since, the, you know, since September... Um, we've been doing festivus almost every week on the show. Airing <laughs> <laughs> agreements grievances. Yeah. Yes, I guess that's that is And true. so there's no real point. We might as well celebrate Christmas mm. this year. <laughs> We're just having a quiet, quiet Christmas small turkey. Zach, have you ever had a three bird roast? Do, I don't know what the fuck you're I'm, I'm yeah, not sure what I'm, your answer is. I don't know what that means, well, Michael. Well, ask you truthfully. Should I, wait, can I Google just, this? Yeah. Have you ever had a three bird roast? I'm, I'm not sure what that is, Michael, so I don't know how to answer you. <laughs> I've, no, I've always dreamed of having one for Christmas. I've just right. never, never had one. Yet. Right, okay. Now I see where you're going with that. Yes. But, this so the answer would be no. Okay, <laughs> yeah. then. P- people say that Christmas was better in the old days, and people are they're very cynical about Christmas time. We're not here in the show, and to celebrate that, we're going to play lots of Christmas tunes. Some of our favourite bands... Half Man, Half Biscuit, for example. <laughs> they are first up with a song, ironically enough, called It's Clichéd to be Cynical at Christmas. Mm-hmm. 
friends of the show, Half Man, Half Biscuit there with It's Clichéd to be Cynical at Christmas. I said, we're not cynical. We're going to be playing a a lot of our favourite bands. Well, okay, we're going to be playing a lot of my favourite bands on the show tonight. (laughs) We've got Goldie and Keychain coming up. There are some songs that I enjoy too. We've also got, folk, I'll be so glad to hear this, a Christmas song by Mad Hat McGore. (laughs) (laughs) I managed to find one. That's right. But it's not just songs that we're going to play. We're also going to be playing you some clips that we've recorded with Canadian National Team and Whitecaps members, past and present. If you've ever wondered what it's like to to have Christmas with some of your favourite Whitecaps or some of your favourite coaches, John Herdman, for example, can you imagine what it would be like to have Christmas with John Herdman? It'd be very joyous. A lot of smiling. He's a happy, positive fellow. Yes. Yeah. But remember, he is a Newcastle fan. <laughs> and they play in black and white. Oh, yeah. And they hate Sunderland. And they play in red and white. So just what would a Christmas be like in the Herdman household? Let's find out. What what is Christmas like in the Herdman household? Uh, Christmas like in the Herdman household, it's it's a Geordie Christmas. So we we try and embrace uh, some of our Newcastle traditions. So that'll be me in in my Santa Claus outfit. Uh, you know, which is usually a cheap one from the $2 store. So it's, uh, that, that's where I mean a Geordie Christmas. I look more like Rob C. Nesbitt than I do Santa Claus. It's going to be a black and white stripe. Well, it tends to be, yeah. It tends to be a black and white one. So I can't wear a red and white one, you know that. Yeah. Um, so with that, yeah. And, and yeah, I get as excited as the kids. So I've got a seven-year-old, eight-year-old daughter who just, yeah, believes Santa's still real. So, yeah, I'll make sure it is. And then we always play a Christmas song that folk have requested on our show. So if you had to pick your favourite Christmas song, not Band-Aid. a carol. Band-Aid. Band-Aid. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. That, that'll be blaring. And after a couple of glasses of wine on Christmas afternoon, uh, usually me and my brother will be singing it. So we'll, we'll be good. <laughs> we'll great. be good. Cheers. So John Herdman there talking about Christmas in the Herdman household and his love of belting out Band-Aid, Do You Know It's Christmas. Good song. Which, That's a good song. Yeah. My wife wasn't very familiar with that. That was a big hit over here, yes. wasn't it? She yes, is it young, was. though, so yeah, that might was. be I, Yeah, I think it was. It yeah. was definitely a big hit. We, we used to sing it when we went to play Cowden Beef for the New Year's derbies. It's like, feed the Cowden fans. Do they know it's Christmas time? See, when much music actually played music, Instead of the like the yeah. old oh, much music was so great, and, and then they used to play this all the time at Christmas. So I, I'm well aware of it. When it I was, was so interesting, much music. Yes, back then, Electric Circus, <laughs> Monica Deal. When we've done all these chats, we, we've we've said we're going to play the songs that that they've requested, but I thought you know that Band Aid one. Do they know it's Christmas? It's a bit old now, and everyone knows it. It's kind of been played to death. Why don't we get a more modern day version of it? So this is a song that's on a YouTube channel called Football Songs, and it's to the tune of Band-Aids, Do They Know It's Christmas, but using 119 footballers' names, past and present. Dick's Frimpong Klein Lennon Reed Rulee de Pay at Sudeir Fry, me Edlin Knight, Agaban and Gray, Aguila Verna Hendry, Fee 
So a version of Band-Aids there, Do They Know It's Christmas, for John Herdman and his family. They'll, obviously they're listening live because it's 9 Oh, p.m. obviously, yeah. And, I are mean, they here or are they in Geordie Land? I don't know. I should have never asked him if he was going home. But they're probably here. Obviously the kids, the kids would have gotten out of school. Now. Yeah. The kids would have got out of school on Friday. But Geordie Christmas, that would be a sight to behold. Obviously, you would want to try and get home to watch the, the festive <laughs> games in Newcastle. Although if you're a Newcastle fan, maybe this year you don't want to to go and watch them but Boxing Day and New Year games are just fantastic I think someone sent me a picture of like a banner that the supporters have hung outside Ashley's house oh <laughs> I thought that's what it was <laughs> I'll show you later You can. yeah interesting that was a, a big hit obviously for Band Aid and Christmas is very different in the UK to here and we're going to kind of cover some of that in, in future parts but something we're going to pose in part two was was Christmas better years ago or is that just because we're, we're older now that it doesn't feel the same? So we'll talk about that and a few other things after this. Hi, I'm Mark Dos Santos and you're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show. Brush the 
snow up off your shoes Inside we'll build a fire for two Come on everyone, it's Christmas Day The stockings are all hung with care The children sleeping unaware The Santa Claus will soon be on his way And old Jack Frost is whistling out a warning The gang's all here to keep the cold away. Oh, how I wish for peace on earth this Christmas. Come on, come all, it's Christmas Day. That was a lovely song. You can still just hear it in the background. Welcome back. You're listening to the AFT and Soccer Show on CITR Radio. Broadcasting on 101.9 FM. Steve, are you an elf reindeer? I have no idea what I am. I just okay. mixed in everything, okay. whatever I could right. find at home. I wore this last year, the, the shirt. So yeah, two, I wasn't two, here, so I didn't get it. Two of us have made an effort. Yeah. I, this, well, wait, this year. Wait, wait. He wore a scarf. I actually, yeah. I actually have a Santa <laughs> uh, outfit in my trunk right now. Oh, well, you're getting changed into that when no. we play our lengthy segment. I'm wearing an FC are you saying Santa you want, Claus you, shirt. You, you want me to... Pull these pants off and change into... Yeah? Uh, yeah no, I want you to do it in front of this glass. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Come on. No. Okay. <laughs> are, your, are your stockings up this year? <laughs> are, they, are you well hung? Are they see, Are they well hung? It, you're it, supposed it, to say. Oh. Yeah. I, see, English isn't my first language. Oh. I get very confused. I thought if I keep up with this, he'll just leave and change into the sunset. <laughs> My wife came very close to buying me the um, bunny suit from um, the Christmas Story. Bunny suit, you know the, the pink, the pink oh, yeah, bunny yeah, yeah. suit, the pink bunny. The little boy wears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He came very close to buying me to wear on the show. Why didn't Sam get that she for was, you? She was thinking about getting oh, for me to wear yeah. on the show. She should have. Uh, well, luckily, Steve, I stopped. We're going to tweet these out. Steve's wearing a, a nice elf. He's Santa's little helper. Yes, I'm wearing FC Santa Claus shirt and a Santa hat and special underwear, which will maybe get revealed later on as well. <laughs> Please no. But let's get back to, to some cr- proper Christmas chat then. There's always a lot of discussion. Was was Christmas better in the old days? And I, I don't know how you guys feel now. I mean, do, do you feel, now that you've got kids, Yeah. do you enjoy Christmas more now as an adult because you've got kids? Or did you enjoy it more as kids? I think it's hard to say. I think I probably enjoy it more. The, 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 the micro part of it, I enjoy more giving gifts to my kids the but the, if you look into the whole i think there was less um commercialism back in the 80s and people actually just enjoyed being with their families and stuff like that instead of worrying to buy gifts and stuff like we would get one or two things but yes, not my that's kids what caitlin said yeah well. my, i got loads my kids would, would but my I, parents loved me more i, I had <laughs> i had immigrant family uh, uh, parents ah. so they they really they were poor? they were just no they were just oh. trying to get me into the christmas spirit and everything like that even though they didn't really need to because there's a lot of parents that were from that wouldn't even bother uh celebrating at all but they kind of kept us into it because to feel us make us feel part of canada and everything like that that's nice yeah <sighs> for me uh, well, uh there's there's a part of my younger life that ties into Christmas that we'll talk about another time, maybe. That's not for the show. Um, but for me, uh, I think, like, I, I, I love it as, as a, I, I love it as a parent. Like, because for me, I don't know if you've heard lo- the, of the five love languages, Michael. Five love languages? you never heard of that? No, tell me more. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna that forget, might be for the Valentine's I'm, show. I'm yeah. going to forget them now, but there's like... Uh, 
quali- quantity and quality time, okay. physical touch, oh, oh. gifts, I forget, w- affirmation. I forget what the other Talking. one is. Uh, anyways, Talking. Anyways, so for me, one of one of the ones that's really high for me is giving and receiving gifts. Like I, I love to give gifts. Like, do you prefer I, a gift or receive? Uh, when it comes to gifts, Michael, I I, I enjoy both. Um, but I like I'm the kind of person who like I will I like I, I also like to never buy things for a full price. Which give some Scottish yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, so I, no, but there's some there's some things that there's, like literally there's satisfaction of getting a Greek deal. Yeah, oh, yeah. But there's some things that That's are just why I are, buy all my presents on Boxing Day for the yeah. next year. Like Steve and I were just talking. There's some things that are not worth like paying full price. Like Lego. Like yeah. Lego's amazing. Oh, I would never pay full but price. But you never for pay full price for Lego because it's so over expensive, especially the cool stuff now that has all these uh oh, licensing price. fees, right? Yeah, they, they have to pay uh whoever that is. Who owns that? JK Rowling. Yeah, they have to pay like a licensing fee to to whoever for that kind of stuff. Or or Star Wars, they got to pay Disney a licensing yeah. fee. So that stuff always costs way more. But when you can get it on sale or like a, a Although some, we 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 saw 25% off uh the stuff we wanted to buy, right? For this Christmas and we immediately go, jumped in the car and headed over to oh, yeah. headed over to the store to grab it cuz you can't get better than 25% normally. Well, you oh you can Black Friday. Was, that's was that's 25% good. off usually. Well, I got more than 25. Well, so. But anyway, yeah, I didn't look that hard I guess. The, um but no, so I enjoy but I enjoy gifts. So I'll, I'm the kind of person like I'll find something, it doesn't matter when it is and I'll like buy it and I'll put it away for either Christmas or a birthday or yep. su- or a surprise. Yeah, I've whatever. actually got Caitlin's Valentine's and birthday sorted out. Oh, there you go. I, She's really easy to buy for because she doesn't buy anything for herself really during the year. Apparently, I'm a nightmare to buy for because I buy so much for myself during the year. I just treated myself to a Roy of the Rovers vintage board game. Oh. Are you, was, say, are you make it sound like you're selfish and your wife is very gracious and giving. Hmm. Possibly. But we'll talk about that you're, when we play the next It's also, also easy for you to buy for Steve because you just get him chocolate. Yeah. That's what I have got him. It's Man United chocolates. <laughs> They melted halfway through the season, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah, was Christmas better in the 80s? Well, John Herdman is from Newcastle Land, as are the Future Heads, and they've got a song pondering that very thing. On Christmas Eve in the 80s My mother would say to me Upstairs and go to sleep Wake up in a dream Christmas Was better in the 80s Better in the 
The future heads there. Was Christmas better in the 1980s? They seem to think so. Personally, I would argue that it was better in the 1880s because I love Victorian Christmases. Do you? Okay. Except for all the diseases that you were... Yeah, if you ignore the rickets and the poverty and Uh, all the... I think the average age was 40. Yeah, ignore that. You could actually die from lockjaw back then. The workhouses and the poor poor houses (laughs) and... Take that aside. The racism. Yeah. The racism. Take that aside. Like, push that aside just, just for Christmas Day. And I think you'll find that the 1880s it was a magical time. Charles Dickens... Is that when the Christmas Carol was set in, right? Well, it, he wrote that 1843. Okay, okay. Um, but but a, lot, a lot of the traditions that we celebrate now was yeah. through Victorian times. Yeah. So I, I, we've talked about this before in, in the show that I go and see a Christmas Carol in some form every Christmas. Went last night to, to see a dramatic reading of it in New West. It was, was a lot of fun. But yeah, I just I think Christmas time in the eighteen eighties. If I could go back, that would be something I would love to go back. And Maybe for a week, and experience. Though. Maybe just a day. Yeah, yeah, not not too. I would long. probably get arrested. Yeah, yes, <laughs> probably. Maybe should yes. get all your shots up to date before you go there. Yeah, too. but when I was a kid growing up in the seventies and eighties, I mean, you were talking about Christmas as kind of less commercialized now. Oh, I remember was from about October onwards on the Saturday morning TV. It was just nonstop ads aimed at kids to pester their parents into buying toys and games and, and various things. So that's basically something that I remember. But who knows, was Christmas better Oh. What do we have here? <laughs> Please don't do that, Michael. <laughs> that's not the floss, the Michael. Floss, that's I'm not the floss. floss. Please stop. <laughs> Steve, avert your eyes. <laughs> I'm trying to. Okay, so uh, what we do? Uh, Steve was twerking. You you mentioning the eighties, uh, yes. and all you just mentioning the shows that were on or or the ads. But um, I had uh, some shows that I really enjoyed back in the eighties, um, and that's when, obviously when I watched my uh, uh, you know the morning shows and the cartoons and everything. If I could just find the page, I actually had everything written on. Oh, there it is. Okay, <laughs> so top five uh, kids Christmas uh, TV specials oh, that ooh. I enjoyed mine. Uh, and obviously, you're probably not going to remember any of these because you were in Scotland. Uh, but hopefully Zach does. Uh, number five, Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Oh. Well, Great used to show. watch Sesame Street. Well, this is the one where uh, 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 Oscar the Grouch makes Big Bird think there's no uh, such thing as Santa Claus. <gasps> and so Big Bird's in a big huff. There's other stories too. There's this, uh, the special story about Bert and Ernie getting, having to trade in their special things in order to get gifts for the other ones. Um, uh, so that there was, there's a couple good oh, stories that there. That sounds nice. Number four, Charlie Brown Christmas classic. You can't really we, go wrong We had with that. that. Yeah. I, I never could get into Charlie Brown. I don't know what it was. I think cause you're kind of a bully. So you'd probably be happy to see him miserable or something. I was a bully. No, no, I'm just saying. What? I was a fat kid. I was bullied. Oh, were you? Okay. Yeah. Then you should have had more in common with Charlie Brown. Uh, number three, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh, it really, Yeah. Really enjoyable. Tiny Tim was good. Number two, um, I don't. You guys, pro- you probably don't remember this either. The raccoons on ice. Do you remember the raccoons? Oh, CBC, yeah, 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 yeah. It was the one where they tried to save the lake um, uh, uh, due to like a big uh, corporate guy trying to put a dome over the um, lake in order to make money off it, and they wanted to keep the lake uh, for everybody. So they had to have a hockey game to play. Oh, I've never heard of, of the raccoons. Oh, it's really good. Check it out. Uh, and number one, um, you watched the movie recently, but this uh, the original is the best for me, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm. Bor- uh, Boris Karloff. 
I think it was. The, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Was the voice of it, narrator. Have you ever seen that one, the original? I don't think I have. Yeah. I've seen a lot of Boris Karloff stuff because I I love the old Universal 1930s films and stuff. Yeah, he was the narrator, basically, of the, of the show. Interesting. Yeah, check it out. I think Christmas TV was certainly better years ago than it is now because we'll, we'll come to that in, in a little bit later. Was football better in the 1980s? That was a question I posed on Twitter. Now, a, a good reply, we had one from Jonathan Tannenwald, the goalkeeper on Twitter tonight, who said, it's hard to say because he never really got to watch much football in the 1980s because it wasn't here. shown on TV. Yeah, same thing here. You get that odd game of the week was, or highlights even. Was soccer Saturday on in the yeah, 80s? Yeah, I 90s? think so. Um, I, I didn't start watching until It was 90s. really after 86 they started showing more and more soccer because obviously 86 is when the Canada went to the World Cup. Uh, before that, you, you couldn't even get the qualification games on on. Yeah, I don't think you get highlights of the qualification games. Like right now, I don't remember seeing a video still to this day. It's usually pictures that you see of of the what, them winning. I think the, who they ever they beat El Salvador or in the final game or Honduras, one of the two. Honduras, yeah. yeah. It, it, they go to eighty in Newfoundland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Corrigan said football wasn't better or worse; it was just different. And I, I think it's how you bring yourself to what's happening on the pitch makes all the difference. That's not true. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sorry. The pass back rule was terrible. Yeah, because of course you had lots of weird rules and yeah. stuff here as well, not just general worldwide things. Yeah. James Campbell at 1995 Ajax said for him the 90s was when football was better because that's when Ajax had some of their greatest teams. I mean, he was is he forgetting 20s. the 70s? Well, he was just getting into football then. Gareth Wolf said, I would say football constantly changes and evolves. That doesn't mean it's better or worse. I do think the quality of coaching is higher now than it's ever been. But that's come at a cost of making football less fun to watch. And Van Isle Bobble, our good friend Ben Massey, said, Soccer peaked in 2008 and every year since has been worse. And I kind of agree with that. Why did the he White, say that? Whitecaps won the championship in 2008. East Fife won the championship in 2008. Yeah. To me, that was peak football year. And yeah. yeah, the Whitecaps have no, no, well, been nowhere near as good as that. Well, no. the 86ers, yeah, they were dominant during that time. No, but since 2008, the Whitecaps have... Yeah, even, 2006. even Spice won another championship you, since then. You got here for 2006, right? Or you were 2007? I, 2007. Right, so 2006 was, was the double. was my first year of watching the Whitecaps. Yeah. So I was spoiled. We won the championship in my first year here. Yeah, 2006 was a special double. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I loved... See, when, when you're a kid, you experience football differently. So we're going to talk about some things about football past, present and future. So tying it in with a Christmas carol and we're going to be visited by the ghosts of Christmas past, Christmas present and Christmas future. So if we're looking at the ghost of Christmas past, is there anything that you guys in particular miss about football back in the day? Miss the physicality a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the chintzy fouls now that get called. I know you're trying to, and it's, it's just a, it's a commonplace in almost every sport. You're trying to protect the player. But I, I guess it's just the entertainment factor has gone away from that part of it. Uh, but obviously there's trade-offs because you get more beautiful goals now too. They've got more open uh, pitch. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like the, the things like the pass-back rule back in the 80s, it was just it was awful. Like So things are – you're saying are things better now or what I long yeah. for? No, what do you miss? What, what do I miss? miss? Oh, okay. Let's, let's, well, I, so let's I miss, do what you miss and what okay. you don't miss okay, what about I, football. In the past, I mean, every every era has its classic games. So the '80s had some great games. I, I literally, I think I have one game from the '80s, and it's that World Cup semifinal between Germany and France, which actually I don't think I've watched the whole thing of yet on on the DVD I have. But um, so 
there were some classic games, some classic players and stuff, but the uniforms I think are better. <laughs> Are better. Yeah, I don't miss the uniforms. Yeah. They're the frumpiness and all that. Well, just and the for the players, like yeah. just the quality of yeah. what they're wearing. Um, yeah, the short shorts. Which could they make a comeback for the White Caps special nineteen seventy nine fortieth anniversary season? Didn't didn't Seth Blatter want like the women to play short shorts? Something ridiculous. Oh, they, she was saying that they need to like pretty themselves up in that order was, to that sell. That was horrible. Or, yeah. That was horrible. Well, what do you expect from? Them? That was horrible. Uh, I can see both. So uh, yeah, oh, I, I, as much Steve, I, I, I um, you said something about like the physicality. Uh, yeah, I think there is a little bit of that gone. However, there are no longer like out and out butchers in the game that there were kind of in no. the eighties and nineties and seventies. Kind of like a, yet, yeah. like most. If a lot you of watch teams- some of the English match of the day things, I've I've talked about this game before. The nineteen seventy four charity shield between Liverpool and Leeds. That's a bloodbath of a match. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Well, you see, uh, what was that movie called? Uh, was it Damn United? Oh yeah, the 70s? Uh-huh. and you saw just the yes, because it's in that. Uh-huh. Yeah, you just watch the actual like uh, uh, cinematic part of it, and you realize how ho- horrible it was. Because I don't think they they probably tried to tone it down a little bit for the movie. Yeah, yeah. So some of that I don't miss. I I ran a feature on AFTN in the UK, which I've actually taken our UK site down at the moment because we're revamping it because it was original coding back in 2001 so it looks a little bit dated now so that's getting a revamp so this isn't up online anymore but we had a whole thing of things that i really missed about football and i wish that we'd come back things things like the tranny man who i, I don't know if you know what a tranny no man i is. have no idea a tranny is like a transistor radio mm-hmm. so it, now obviously you get all your results and you can check all the oh, right, right. so somebody's so listening someone to was it. always listening yeah, yeah. or had a, a radio to his ear going oh someone scored someone scored yeah. Inflatables as well. Okay, like that was a big, a big thing. Like tossing stuff around, but yeah. beach balls. Well, we had like big inflatable bananas and oh, gotcha. Like di- like teams like Grimsby, like Chris Corrigan's English team, Grimsby Town. They used to bring inflatable fish with them. Okay. They cod army. Well, they would. So they would, they would not have been Chris's favorite team in the eighties because hashtags did not exist. True. So. Oh, that's very true as well. Yeah. If we were to have an inflatable for the Whitecaps, oh man, what do, what could we have? Eagles. Oh, Steve! Please don't talk about the fo. Don't bring it up. Come on, man. That w- that was cruel. I was more thinking like some water-related thing. You could do like uh, whales, dolphins. Yeah, whales. That's the ice hockey team, isn't it? Mm. You can put waves into inflatables. Send us your suggestions if we if we want to bring back the inflatable craze to BC Place. Well, you're not probably going to get them allowed in, but if we were allowed them into BC Place. Well, well, you, could, you could get them in, but once you inflated them, they'd be taken away. We did bring some inflatable dolls in a couple of times, I remember, for Toronto. Uh, you're saying we. I, that, was, that was not we. With the Southsiders. That was Craig. Uh, well, no, first it was Brett. Yeah. Brett did, yeah. yeah. Bring, and then it was Craig. Can you bring inflatable flags? No. no you probably could. Mm, they'd be easy to pop and put down. I'd be all in favour of that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, last part of this section, we're going to speak to another former Whitecaps player, but a current Canadian international. David Edgar, to find out what his favourite song at Christmas would be and play it for you. Do you have like a favourite Christmas song? Like if, what, what, what means Christmas to you? What would you yeah. want us to play on our radio yeah. show? Simple. Uh, Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. That was Robbo's as well. Yeah. It's the best Christmas a, yeah. song of all time. Be a UK thing. It has to be. That's because great. when you hear that in the pubs building up to Christmas, yeah. it, over there it's just... 
So you know it's Christmas then? I just watched a documentary from Irish TV yeah. with Shane McGowan. He can hardly talk these days, yeah. but it's just a fascinating story. Yeah, brilliant. That's great. Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank, an old man said to me, won't see another one, and then he sang a song, the rare old mountain tune, I turned my face away. And dreamed about you Got on the lucky one Came in late to one I've got a feeling This year's for me and you So happy Christmas I love you can see a better time when all our dreams come true. They got cars big as bars, they got rivers of gold, but the windows right through you, it's no place for the old. When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas Eve, Pretty queen of New York City When, when the band finished playing They held up for more Sinatra was swinging All the drums they were singing We kissed on the corner Then danced through the night The boys of the envelope choir were singing Go away play And the bells were ringing out For Christmas Day David Edgar's choice there of the Pogues and Kirsty McCall with 
fairy tale of New York. I do agree with him. It's a great song. It is. It's a, one of the best songs. It's ever. a great one to build out in the karaoke on Christmas Eve. So, I just it's one of my favourites as well. It was also Robbo's favourite. Uh, we had asked him last year, but he hadn't got back to us in time for the show, so he hadn't picked what his favourite Christmas song was, and then told us just a little bit too late. So that one is for Robbo as well. Fairy tale of New York. And we will be back with some more Christmas chat and some fun and games after these messages. Hi, I'm Carl Robinson. Uh, You're listening to the AFTN podcast. Hi, Jeff. There are only a few days left till the Christmas party, and I can't seem to find any great Christmas music. Then maybe you should try having an Ian Brown Christmas. Yes, I love Christmas so much, I've made this album. Yes, Ian Brown has painstakingly recreated all your favourite Christmas classics on one great album, just in time for Christmas. Featuring Deck the Halls. Deck the Halls with bows of holly. Away in a manger. Away in a no crib for a bed And we free kings We free kings of body and are going somewhere Buy this album for you and your family to enjoy again and again Yes, buy this album for you and your family to enjoy again and again I love Christmas, I hope you do too Silent night Christmas, why not have an Ian Brown Christmas? I love Christmas. Only available from music station Prestatin. Carol of the Bells, August Burns Red. It's only the second time you've used my, my yep. choice of music. This, this on was show. one of, of Zach's choice of songs, and I I love that that tune. And it's I've seen Trans Siberian Orchestra doing it live, and it's it's just such a powerful Christmas song. I, I I really really enjoy it. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. You're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show Christmas Special on CITR Radio 101.9 FM. So we've had music, we've had chat, now it's time for some games. Yes, back by popular demand, or at least I wanted it back. Well, you demanded it. Yes, it's Christmas Countdown. So just to remind everyone what Countdown is, it is a UK game show. We pick nine letters, they could be a mix of consonants and vowels. You can't have less than three vowels. So you can have maximum of five, but not less than three. Gotcha. And then the normal game is you have to make words that aren't proper nouns or anything like that. But our version of, of Countdown is you can make any word or any football-related word. So we're looking ideally So basically for f- any word. 
Let, let's just stick with football. Okay, I, we'll, tr- we'll yeah. try for football. Okay. I seem to recall Steve using words that were marginally. Well, yes, well, that's the thing. I mean, he always beats me, which oh, is fair. Pa- it was parka. The parka, yeah. you wear a parka exactly. to a game. Exactly. So, green. There's a tangentially connected word. So, as long as you can do that, that'll be great. But I'm going to add a little bit of double jeopardy to it. Which, if anyone gets a Christmas-related word, you're going to get double points. So we hope to play three rounds of this during the show, but we'll we'll see how we do time-wise for that. So let's... So we could play eight rounds? Yeah, if you my, want. My problem is, is I've been watching yes. a lot of eight out of uh, eight out of ten cats doing countdown. Yes. I don't watch the actual countdown. And but it still they has Rachel Riley on. We, it, so do. do we have yes. these before? Well, well worth it. I don't know if I gave you those before. I've given you, you the proper countdown things to write it down now. So we'll we'll get Steve to pick the first lot of letters because he's looking the most what, festive. What's this number game thing? We're not doing the numbers. Okay. So, oh, no numbers today. No. I, I actually got sometimes some those when I was watching it. Okay, so. Let's go for uh, a consonant. S. And, oh, so I write, write this down right here. Yep, and if you're at home, you can write these letters down as well. Then you'll have 30 seconds to come up with your Please words. tweet in your answers that are better than ours. Yes. Another consonant. V. Oh, crap already. Uh, a vowel. It's going to be an E. It's going to be an E. It is an E. Told you. Zach likes his E. A consonant. It's going to be an N. G. Oh. A vowel. A. I'll take a consonant. T. Uh, I'll take another consonant. N. There it is. And I will take a vowel. How many do I have of each? Another E. So you've got one more letter. I'll take a vowel, no, consonant. And your last letter is a Y. Ooh. So for everyone playing at home, the letters are S, V, E, G, A, T, N, E, Y. So if you can come up with a Christmas word or a football word, and you have 30 seconds to come up with the best word, starting now. Is time up, Steve? How many did you get? Okay, so I get double points even if I don't win. Yeah. Okay, so wait, wait, well, hang, no, how wait, many? Hang. How many did you get? First? How many words or how many letters? How, how many, many letters? letters? Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I spelled it right. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm just checking if I spelled six. it right. I've got six as well. I have two, four. I don't even know if I spelled it right. I have six. Well, as we'll, we'll find out. You, you have it. Okay, so we all got six. So. Steve, what is your six? Negate. Negate. N-E-G-A-T-E. I don't know. Yep. Okay. You could have put an S on the end yeah, for negates. negates. Oh, son of a. But now we'll give you six points for that. I have. This is a one. This is a Steve special, a tangentially connected to football. <laughs> and Christmas, I guess, if you really want. I have vegans. I have vegans. Oh, does that mean we lose? No. Oh, okay. No. It means we both... I'm going to give us 12 points because vegans... 
have Christmas dinner. They have a vegan oh, Christmas dinner. Right. Because I, I did it because of... Oh, first, Steve's, Steve's not happy. First, first <laughs> I, did, I did it because of, of Matt Watson. Oh. Remember Matt Watson was I a remember vegan? Matt Watson. Yeah. No, was. we'll give us six each for that. That's fair. So where do I write the six points there? Just anywhere? I'll keep a running tally, but yeah, you can write it in there. So six. That was, that was end of part one. That's if you it? Got, yeah, if you got more... We're done? Yep. Oh, I thought for we each had to go in. No, we're going to have plates oh. throughout the show. But... Yeah, Negates. Negates was <laughs> there. The Negates was there for Negates the Negates was there for seven. So yeah, I know. I didn't lead. realize it. Uh, that uh, I had. I had Gates. The computer's blocking the S. I had just Gates. Man, like Bill. I was yeah. thinking about Gabe as in a Christmas, or like word. the Gates at the stadium. Yes. I was thinking Why? that that would give me Gates eight. as in like. But like, I wasn't yeah. sure if you guys were going to take that as a Christmas word. No, Gabe. if you if you can justify oh, okay. a Christmas thing, I oh, fit. Steve can justify anything. <laughs> so. I'm sure you had as much fun listening to that. So we're all we're all on six. We're all on six. Look at that. If you got better than six, we're all home, top of the table. For example, negates. Let us know. This is, I think, how the Whitecaps are They're like, hey, the season has started. We're all in first place. Yes. What do we have next? Oh, it's it's another one of our favorites. We cannot have a Christmas show without playing some music from our favorite papier mâché headed <laughs> comedian, the late and great Frank Sidebottom. So here is his. Christmas medley. Let's all sing the Christmas medley. Switch on the hi-fi, switch on the TV. Let's all sing the Christmas medley now. Oh, ding dong, the medley on high. The Christmas bells are ringing. And I've just seen a spaceship in the sky. With a big fat spaceman and he was singing. Sidebottom there with his Christmas medley. What Christmassy things have you done so far? I to get in the mood. I've just had some great medical talk with the two of you. Yes. Get yourself checked out for Christmas. That, that's our <laughs> advice. Well, I'll do it for New Year's. <laughs> yes. We won't be having a New Year's show because Steve's chosen to ring the bells in in a, in a special way. But 
It'll be morning, so I'll be fine by the evening. <laughs> so that's what you tell yourself. Yes. Yeah, hopefully. And that's on Monday he's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So we're not hanging out next week. We're not hanging out, but we are gonna have a New Year's special. We've got a great interview that I did with Rianne Wilkinson. Oh right. Uh forgotten interview that I did with Scottish player Sam Nicholson back in July. So well, that's a good one, yeah. Yep, so we're gonna have <laughs> ring that. in the new year with an interview from Ring July. in the New Year with Revy. Yeah. We had a great forty minute chat. 20 of it is going to be in the show. But, I mean, the Whitecaps have some fantastic coaches at, at, at the moment. You've got Rianne in charge of the under-17 girls. And there's this new, great, up-and-coming coach in charge of the first team, I believe. Mark DeSantos, I think, is his name. And I know what everyone at home is wondering. Just what is Christmas like in the DeSantos family? Well, let's find out. So, Mark, what is Christmas like in the DeSantos household? Man, you don't want to know. <laughs> so first, uh, you think everybody's arguing because my family is very Portuguese, you know, but nobody's arguing. It's We're just talking. <laughs> we're just, just talking. Nice. Yeah, uh, we love family. We love to be home. We love to see the joy in the kids. My wife is very special with Christmas to the point that I believe in Santa Claus for three days, you know. So I love I love Christmas. I love being home. I like I love that environment. I love the, the kids, the family, the it's great. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much, Mark. <laughs> yeah, Cheers. Have a you. great Christmas. Thank you. Cheers. Mark DeSantos there. I it's good when you ask somebody what's Christmas like and your family's like, oh you don't want to know. <laughs> But he told us, so, I mean, you can imagine it would be quite loud with all the Portuguese element and the Italian element and everything just yelling about Are, each are other. you saying Portuguese and Italian people are loud? Yes. Oh. I live opposite an Italian family. I, I've i witnessed it a lot, as the police visits in recent times will, will testify. They've oh. been there a lot recently. That's a whole other That's story. unfortunate yes. that that's been your experience. But I thought we would give a, a gift to Mark DeSantos with a, a chant for him. So I tried to get that arranged for the Southsiders. Didn't work out great. Thank you so much, Chris Corgan, for trying to get it done. Can't carry a tune in a barrel is basically what it came back as. I find that a lot with Canadians, though, because in the old days at Swan Guard... There could have been the acoustics, too. I think it was more the alcohol. Oh, okay. So we're going to try and do this live. No, that's a brand Wait, of beer. What? Yes, this is news to you. We're going to do... You don't have to join in. We're going to do our Mark DeSantos chant. We've, this is our gift to him. And it's going to be yeah, I, to, to the to the theme of last Christmas. So if anyone's not... I'll be I'll be ch- checking to make sure you're in tune. Okay. Yeah. If anyone isn't sure what last Christmas is, let's play a version of last Christmas by thrash metal band Corrosion. That's one of the better Christmas songs you've ever played. Yeah, I, I love that version of Last Christmas. The original, of course, is by George Michael and his, and his wham. I found a fantastic version uh, by a Canadian called LEX. Well, we do have yeah. another version coming up shortly, which is, is probably better than that Corrosion version. But here is our gift from AFTN to Mark DeSantos. This is our version 
of last Christmas. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I gave it to Mark De Santos. All together, last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears. I gave it to Mark De Santos. So I hope you enjoyed that. Zach did not join in the singing. There. No, but I, sir, I was just so. Were we in tune? I, you guys are great. You uh, forget about you, the, you went more football chanting. I went more singing. Ah, uh, you did. For, yes. Forget about forget about the singing part. The best part was that ending with you guys <laughs> whispering sweet nothing. Um, improvisation. You can see it at the comedy store or Yuck Yucks anytime next year. That was that was great. But that was our version of Last Christmas. I'm going to play another version now. This is by an English band that I love a lot. This is Slaves with Last Christmas.
I love Slaves. Brilliant band. New album out this year. Check that out. That was from a BBC session they did that I accidentally stumbled across. So I hope you enjoyed that. There's a few things from tonight's show that people could clip out and take out of context. That would oh, be one of them. I, you know, I never thought of people clipping things, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, big fan of Slaves. Anyway, we will be back after the break with our new game where we will find out just what is inside Zachary Adam Meisenheimer. Hi, I'm Carl Valentine. You're listening to the AFTN podcast. wish you a Merry Christmas too. We're doing our salsa dancing. Uh, and when you say we... <laughs> and our flossing. Please stop. When you say we, you mean me, right? Yeah. You mean you. What, what was that song, Steve? Feliz Navidad. What? De- yes, uh, dedicated to all the Latin players on the White Caps. So just Jordi Reyna? Basically. Oh, and Anthony Blundell. Yeah. as so, officially. Yeah. So basically from January playing none of them. That's my guess. You think, Ra- you think Reyna's gone? gone? I... I I would be surprised if Reyna is here for first kick. I would I just have that sense. I would not I, I be. Think, I, I guess I've said this before on the show. I would not be surprised if he does not want to be here and if he leaves. Mm. He uh, did you see the? They're trying to hype up the game against Minnesota. Yes, because so, that was the big Whitecaps news of the week: the home opener and the away opener. opener yeah. So they finally, like, finally, they showed some tact by not including Alfonso Davies and, and stuff. Oh, right, because they're, they're, that's the Minnesota game where he scored the brace, mm. right, the big brace. Um, and after I think it was after the Byron, right after the Byron deal, and um, so they only show the clip of Jordy scoring the goal, but I don't think he's going to be there. Plus the video, not not to be, I didn't watch it. Okay, the video, it, it made me long for for the the days of Zach Ratcliffe. Zach, I, I miss that guy. He yeah, was Zach he was, was magic. A, was he was magic with the, with the editing and the whatever the stuff. I don't speak the language. I don't speak of of, of all that stuff. But yeah, I know it's going to make us doing pulled off at half time interesting because I've got no video skills at all. But yeah. Steve might. No, I'm not sure. But oh. speaking of Zach's, yes, we've got a game now on the AFTN Soccer Show Christmas Special here on CITR Radio 101.9 FM. It's time now to find out. What's inside Zachary Adam Meisenheimer? Inside you there by Pop Will Eat Itself. Zach's taking his clothes off for some weird reason. I think he's getting too into this game. It's very, warm. It's, very warm. it's very warm in here. That's my dancing, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. 
Okay, we've been teasing this game for weeks. <clears throat> yeah, a week. I'll explain what we're doing. I'm going to give you and Steve five questions. You're going to have 30 seconds for each question, so maximum. Like this sounds if, like 30 seconds to Mars. Kind of. Do you have to write stuff down? Yes. Oh, oh. man. All the answers are found in the letters of oh. Zachary Adam Meisenheimer. So, for example, if I was to so say you got to 19 you, letters. Yeah, if yeah. I was to say to you, today is sun, what? And you would say day, because D-A-Y is in the letters of Zachary Adam Meisenheimer. Oh, I see. Okay. So, right. you, so it's almost like... This countdown. is definitely better than how it could have gone. Yes. So we will, we're also going to play next year what is inside Steve Pander and what is inside Michael McCall. Although we've kind of found out what's going to be inside Steve oh, do you Pander. Spell your I don't last know that name? we want to go down that route. <laughs> M- oh yeah, for anyone at home, it's Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y-A-D-A-M-M-E-I-S-E-N-H-E-I-M-E-R. H-H-E-R. It's also on the screen right in front of you, Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah, is, there, right. is there, uh, just a quick question. Is there only one correct answer for each of your questions? Yes. Okay. As far as I know. All right. So you'll get 30 seconds. If you've both got an answer before the 30 seconds, let me know and we'll, we'll just move on. I'll just play the countdown music for, oh, okay, for sure. each one as well. So I'm looking forward to this. Just dig my questions out just now. Did you write your own name down? Yeah, just to have a visual okay. in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting old, Steve. So, I'm just kidding. question one. This Scottish Championship side are known as the Honest Men, and they play out of Somerset Park. Shoot, are we allowed to look it up on our phone? No. Oh, come on. So you've got 30 seconds. I don't know this. this Scottish Championship side are known as the Honest Men. They play out of Somerset Park. They are a team that has two names, but I'm just looking for the first name, which is going to be the town or the city that they play in. And that town or city is found in the name... Zachary Adam Meisenheimer. So we're looking for the town, not the... T- I, I, I have it, something. Well, it's a town. I have town. something. Okay. I don't have anything. Okay, we will go over the answers at the end. Oh, so I don't say now. No, no. I want to know if I'm right. Well, you'll find out soon. So, question two. This French city will host Scotland versus oh, I'm England wrong. on June 9th. In the FIFA Women's World Cup. Wait, say that again. This French city will host Scotland versus England on June 9th in the 2019 FIFA Women's World Cup. I have my answer. I have my answer, but I'm I'm not sure. I I have no idea if I'm right. I just found a name in there. We will stop that there then. Question three. And we're staying in France for this question. It turns out there is a lot of League One French teams in Zachary Adam Meisenheimer. Only one German team, which is not a question because I thought that would be a bit unfair. So staying in France for question three, this French club are currently 11th in League One and are nicknamed Le Crocodiles. Oh, Oh. no, that doesn't... Oh, man. Here we go. So staying in France, this French football club are currently 11th in League One and are nicknamed Le Crocodiles. You better get your answer down snappy. I don't know this one either. 
I have one. I have a guess. But. I, I'm going to put the same answer for the second one. Oh, no, one. no. I don't even have a guess. That doesn't even work. Okay. Question four. I'm removing to MLS for this one. This is an easy one. Because of a clue that I've put in the question. So I might leave the clue out initially and see if you get an answer. And then I'll drop this casually in as, as the 30 seconds goes down. So we're looking for the surname only. This MLS player was the fourth highest scorer in Major League Soccer in 2018. This... First and last name? Just the last name, surname only. This MLS player, who may or may not have played for Columbus Crew, was the fourth highest scorer in Major League Soccer this past 2018 season. I got mine. I got, yeah. No, that was very easy. Easy once you... Yeah, once I gave the crew answer. Okay, last question. This is going to know I got one. I got two, I think. We're staying in MLS for this question. I'm looking for the name first and last of an Atlanta United midfielder who also happens to be from Argentina. Oh, what's that guy's name? So we're looking for Atlanta United's young Argentine midfielder, whose name, first and last, can be found in the name I, Zachary Adam Meisner. Oh, I forget that guy's name. His last name starts with a Z, right? He's not going to give you that clue. I'm not saying yes or no. I, don't even know. I only know a few Atlanta players. I don't even know that many. I just know the big ones. Okay, uh, the I, time is up. People listening will get that. Okay, yeah. swap your answers. No, I don't no, want to. No, we do don't that. need to. No, I don't, I don't trust Okay, them. we'll trust each other. So, who did got, you have as the Scottish championship yeah, two, side right. that's known as the Honest Men and play out at Somerset Park? Oh, I, I put things down, but then I realized yeah, the letters I, I, were not right. And I was, I put the, I was thinking the same thing you said. I, I was actually going to put down Hamilton. Yeah. Then I saw that there wasn't enough. No, no, no L, no yeah, T. Yeah. Yeah. The answer is Air. Oh, yeah. It, Air which, Rovers or Air, Air United, United yeah. which in Zachary Adam Meisenheimer is actually three of the letters back from Adam, Y, and R. Oh, excellent. Question two. This French city will host Scotland versus England on June 9th. Nice. Correct. One. Christmas is all about nieces and nephews. Question three. The French club that are 11th in League One and are nicknamed Le Crocodiles... I have no idea. I was trying to find Monaco in there, but I couldn't find anything. Nimes. N-I-M-E-S. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm never going to get that. <laughs> One of the other French teams was Seon. C-A-E-N. But yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that. So. Question four. Surname only of the... Jossie. Columbus- Zardes. Yeah, it's good old Jizzy Zardes. We tie then. 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Well, unless anybody has this Atlanta United midfielder. No, I couldn't remember the name. Eric Remedy. Oh no! No, I wouldn't even know that. If you got that at home, I think I know. Congratulations! I think I know Arturo Alvarez more than I know that guy. (laughs) But he had a Arturo Alvarez jumper on. Okay, (laughs) it's a special Christmas one. That was horrible. I hope you enjoyed that. That was. We needed more clues. What is inside Zachary Adam Meisen? The answer from Steve and I is not much. Actually, no, no, no. Don't listen to the song. Said I love you. I didn't think you'd expect me to. All together. Have you seen the uh, saving, saving, no, what's that movie called? 
When I'm inside Saving Private Ryan? No, no, Marshall. No. When I'm inside We are Marshall? You. No, no, was the Russell Crowe song, wasn't it? And it was based in Hawaii or something? I can't Russell remember. Russell Crowe? No, not Russell Crowe. What's his name? Oh, my. Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Oh, yeah. you're saving Sarah Marshall. That's it. Yeah. And, then, and then there was a um, uh, the, the Inside You song in that too. There was an Inside You song. I thought that was what you were using. I just like that song by Pop Wheat itself. But, I mean, I, I'm sure you feel fuzzy after that, Zach, knowing what's inside you. How can you not? And this is What was the German team that was inside? Oh, uh, Mainz. Oh. M-A-I-N. Mainz? Mainz, I Yeah, Mainz. I did German at school, but I, I was just... Yeah, that would have been way better than the French League team. Yeah, well, I thought you... Yeah, but that would have been an advantage for you, not an advantage for me. You being one of those people. Oh, talking of which, on the Take the Piss forum, um, dude, who also said if we talk any more about darts, is going to drive his car into Horseshoe Bay. Oh, talking about the show? Yeah, so hopefully he has got it waterproof, because I will be talking about darts (laughs) a little bit later on. But he also said to let you know it's hockey. It's not ice hockey. Oh yeah, no, it's hockey. Yeah, it's definitely ice hockey to the to the majority of the world. Yeah, because he said you don't sound as if you weren't born here. <laughs> I w- I was born in Canada, but to the, the most of the world, it's ice hockey. Yes. Yeah. I call it ice hockey. Yeah, of course. There's a, a good song which we'll play. I, I have a few friends. I have a few friends who don't appreciate that either. But I have ice hockey hair by Super Furry Animals. So, good Welsh band. Yeah. Talking of good Welsh bands, let's get to our favourite Goldie looking chain. Now, at this time of year, there's always... You don't have them so much here. There's a lot of kind of feel-good, fuzzy-feeling ads that are played in the UK. All the big department stores and supermarkets have a Christmas ad. And it, gar, it's like... Oh, no, they do that here. Not as much, though, no, I don't they do. think. You don't, I don't think you pay, watch the right channels. Maybe. Yeah, no, they do. They have... And they put it on YouTube and everything like that. Try to make you cry and yes. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they have that here. Because John Lewis, which is a big department store in the yeah. UK, they're... They're known as it. I think well, they were maybe well, one of the first. Walmart to, to does do it, it all the there. time. Target, and then you got the the ones that are the most are always uh, WestJet. They're, I know they're not a department store, but they do a lot of yes, that. Yes, they of like stuff. to tuck at your your heartstrings and yeah, stuff and other stuff. So this is a song from Goldie Looking Chain, kind of a little play on that. This is called a John Lewis Christmas. Christmas time has got so tacky We need a Christmas advert to make us happy A Christmas penguin or a man on the moon Tells you Santa is coming soon The price of Christmas these days is so shocking People buying anything to fill that stocking A Michael McIntyre DVD why don't you just give me cash? So please make it stop. It'll just end up in a charity shop. You're just giving me stuff that I can't even sell on eBay. I'm begging you, please. I don't need comedy socks or golf novelties. After Christmas Day The half price anyway I got a plan that never fails Buy all the Christmas gifts in the January sales A 
Christmas traffic is bumper to bumper If I see another twat in a Christmas jumper They're selling a big issue wearing Santa's suits And someone's just had a stroke in boots Black Friday is so exciting Go down Tesco's, watch them fighting Saw a granny punching out a priest over a 42-inch plasma screen Am I on me old? As a kid I was happy with a big toberone Soon I'll be having Christmas twice a month You know when it hurts, when there's no Adverts and on Boxing Day, they put up the Easter display. I got a plan that never fails. Buy all the Christmas gifts in the January sales. Goldie looking chain there, sounding a bit different, not rappy as as you know. I know <laughs> things sound weird now that I pressed that button. They sound different after. Yeah. Definitely, my I'm definitely louder. Yes. No, but it's no effect on the radio. Okay, okay, we we hope. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There was a button. It was lit. I had to press it. <laughs> it was begging to be pressed. <laughs> it was. It was saying, "Press me." I've been I've been looking at that button for since the beginning of the show, and I didn't <laughs> want to press it because I didn't want to do. Is anything. that like a mute button? No, it's a preview button for something else. So maybe okay. it's it's to prohibiting it down. Yeah. Yeah. I've turned my headphones down now. That's a yeah, bit me better. too. <laughs> yeah, but that was Goldie looking Shane with John Lewis Christmas, and not the usual rap that you expect from Goldie looking Shane. But I I do find Christmas in the UK is very different to Christmas in Canada. Is it because of the darts? Well, there is that as well, which I, I'm only up to this afternoon towards the last match of this session, so I've still got a bit to go. But they don't play on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or Boxing Day. Do you play darts as well? As, I do. Okay, are you good? I used to be not bad. I was known as the Glenrothes Tiger, <laughs> and my flights are all tigers. So you were the Glengarry Glenross Tiger. Glenrothes Tiger. Oh, okay. Um, didn't have a a darting thing, but maybe I should get one. I, I'm demonstrating what I'm talking about, which doesn't help on the radio. I'm one of the jerseys and stuff. But I always we talked about great dart nicknames before. I still say Steve Frost or Frosty the Throwman is one of the best. Yeah. Um, and Jan Decker, Mister Coat, that was the, the who's the guy that with the the the, the uh, snake on the snake side bite. Of the, yeah, the, yeah, Peter Wright, yeah. another Scott. Anyway, no more darts because Dude will be drowning himself in, in Horseshoe Bay. We'll, <laughs> we'll save that to next week. Because you want to drown yourself in New Year, that's, that's the time to do it. But I do find it very different. We talked about, a little bit about the ads here. There seems to be a bigger level of drunkenness in the UK over Christmas, like Christmas parties. And in, in Scotland, it was all over the, the papers today of just, it was carnage in the streets in Glasgow and Edinburgh. With because just I, think people the, the, I think, I think the, main, all over the, the main, thing, main difference is people uh, here, there's a lot of driving going on. Mm. And so people mm. are a little bit more careful nowadays. 
Um, I think there you get people are in the town center and they just like exit out the bars and then basically yeah. that. I, I guarantee but, you, if you go downtown to Granville Street and and Robson and all that stuff, you'll see plenty of people drunk and walking around. Christmas parties. You don't need to wait for Christmas for that. Christmas office parties here certainly seem a lot tamer than what I've been used to. Not not I mean, the ones. Who I've hasn't been had sex after a Christmas office party? Yeah. Just sack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I there's, there's still time. I, I'd have to. Uh, there's a story. This I, is I'll, our office party. <laughs> there's, there's a story. T- uh, I don't I, know if I, my I wife wish, will be. I up. can't tell you on air <laughs> <laughs> of a Christmas party I went to. But essentially, the person was fired the next day. Oh, yeah. So that's how. And he he. It was a display in front of everybody. So oh, that's all I'll say. Yeah, there's a I, statement. There's, a statement there's in front of some everybody. interesting banking stories I could, yeah. and that's not rhyming slang. I, 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 in a bank. I never understood the thrill of getting just like getting so drunk that you no. fall over. I don't understand. No, I, I'll be honest, and I, I don't either. I don't drink anymore anyway. But I think I've maybe been actually drunk once in my life when I puked on a bus, yeah. and after that, I was like, "Yeah, that's that's the, it." The, oh no, twice where I downed a half bottle of straight vodka after having a fish supper. That's not a good combination. <laughs> no, that seemed like it. That's not a take me up. No. Um, the I the closest I've been to like a, a large mass group of people who were totally, total like crazy drunk was I think I might have told part of this in the past, but at the uh, I was at the English fan viewing for England Portugal quarterfinal at the 2006 World Cup. In, I was in Gelsenkirchen. Oh, the game was at the at the uh, Schalke Stadium in Gelsenkirchen, and oh man, people. It was like, it. Oh, I just went dead. I oh, can't hear anything. Just turn it up. You oh. just did the speaker. I don't know why you did I pushed that. the button again. Oh, you pushed I, the button. I didn't like I the sound effect with that button okay. off. Sorry. Okay. Sorry for spoiling your story. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, and uh, Reading buttons. <laughs> the uh, like the 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 English supporters were like it was crazy. I I didn't know you could both throw up and walk at the same time. Yeah. Like they were leaving like after the game after the the shootout loss or whatever they were leaving and they were just, like dudes were like throwing up as they walk and they kept walking like they didn't stop they just kept going and it was just like what is going on i i had two incidents uh for myself uh both i think in uh, northern alberta yeah i think so um one included a um uh, at the end of the night uh, line dancing on stage at a country bar you and, were lined up. Yes, and oh. rural Alberta, like up north. What uh, up north of Edmonton? What YouTube channel can we watch this on? I don't know. Oh. And then I don't. Think, I think this was all the stuff before YouTube. And then um, uh, one where uh, the night ended with the burning of a mattress. And that's all I'll say. Wait, why would you burn a mattress? There was a reason. I'll tell you off. <laughs> what? And if police want to find the body. <laughs> A mattress, not a body. You burning of a mattress. I'm just picturing you killed someone on the mattress, and you, there had, was, to, you had to burn the DNA. That's, there was that's DNA. There would I have been went. DNA on the oh, mattress, please. but <laughs> Let, let's move on. Yeah, that was to, to happier things. Mad Hat McGore, <laughs> talking of alcohol, he has struggled with alcoholism, as we talked about with his latest album. It's not the happiest thing about his alcoholism: the death of his daughter and his dog, and. Splitting up with his girlfriend and stuff But we're bringing you something more upbeat from Mad Hat McGore tonight It's his Christmas song This is Festive Freestyle What can I say? A little bit of rhyme for our next mistake A little bit of talk that'll tell you mate Enlighten you with this at a pound away So back then it was known as a pagan day A whole week in fact that would pave the way Moved on with the Romans, unlike them mate, they went and they stole it Made it their own and they act like they owned it, changing it up in a single moment No care, 
but a motive a plan to convert all the pagans they vote with Catholics wanting the numbers, seeing all the others as only opponents and they're losing their focus Wanting a plague of the people like locusts See the pagans had it all sus Saturnalia was the name that they heard on the 17th they would start the fuss Till the 25th when it all got cut When the Catholics came they would change it up One day of the year 25th of the month And they claimed that that date in question Was that of their utmost saviour's birth but let me take you on a tangent first Natural stuff like the air in the dark See the sun comes up and it comes down Sun comes back and it comes with a burst And the sun comes low and the winter months The lowest point around the 23rd Stays there till the 25th where it resurrects or the birth of the sun That's where it comes from Check this, a constellation called the Three Kings I'll line up and point to the place where it is The birth of the sun, not taking the piss But I'm back from my tangent, mate And I'm talking all about Christmas, gifts in the stockings White snow that's a pain when you're walking And nice little flakes on the card when they're falling But the Christmas tree that you put up I bet you don't know why now if you're honest Back to the pagans, see they worshipped the trees in the forest Cut them down, took them back to the house And they decorated them with stuff they would polish Assumed by the Christians too, they would pick and take all the bits that they wanted Presents, much of the same Mistletoe, much of the same Santa Claus, much of the same Different name now, but little would change Centuries on, it's a family day Got the time that we spend and we're laughing away Got the gifts that we give and the cards that we take And the food that we eat with the marvellous taste But I'm glad that I know my history Contradictory views we're living with Sit and be happy, embrace the cold And that's no all glittery Yeah Mad hat McGore Solid, solid I don't know what he was on about Christmas. Steve, Steve, Steve. It was the tale of Christmas oh, and how it used to be a pagan holiday. Rapper. Steve, <laughs> uh, we discovered that Steve hates him. No, that. no. There are some songs where it's just like, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> but there are some songs that I, they're fine. Well, we've got a whole 52 I, weeks coming up. Steve, him, I so. really enjoyed your natural reaction in studio during. I enjoyed that. My, this is my, uh, this I was just, is my I was just dream. doing that to bug him, though. This is my dream. To bug him. When, when we do our live podcast shows... Which could be the AFT and soccer show, could be pulled off at half time. Not sure what ones we're going to do live. We'll book the Vogue and get folk along. Book the Vogue. Yep. Get Mad Hat McGore and Goldie Luke and Chain doing the music in between us doing stuff. That's, that's, that's the dream. 2020. Book it now. Anyway. I have, other, 20, plan, I have other football plans for 2020. Maybe do 2026 and then for the World Cup when everybody comes. Oh, they're not coming to BC. Yeah. Also. <laughs> I'll be quite old or possibly dead by then, so who knows. And that is it for part one of our 2018 Christmas special. Our plans for our two to three hour show didn't quite work out the way we hoped. We ended up going three and a half hours on the live show on Sunday. So we're splitting this podcast into two parts. This has been part one. Part two will be out on Christmas Day. So watch for that dropping in all your podcast feeds or wherever you listen to the AFT and Soccer Show. Thanks for listening to part one, and we'll be back with part two real soon. Merry Christmas, everyone. Christmases. Well, it's about the best time of the whole year. You walk down the streets, even for weeks before Christmas comes, and there's lights hanging up, green ones and red ones. Sometimes there's snow, and everybody's hustling someplace. But they don't hustle around Christmas time like they usually do. You know, they're a little more friendly. They bump into you, they laugh, and they say, pardon me, and Merry Christmas. Especially when it gets real close to Christmas night. Everybody's walking home. You can hardly hear a sound. Bells are ringing. Kids are singing. Snow is coming down. And boy, what a pleasure it is to think that you got some place to go to. 
and the place that you're going to has somebody in it that, that you really love. Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night.